Welcome to this episode of Woman to Woman podcast series. Our guest today is Bhavna Garg, the youngest first female ever to top the most coveted All India Civil Services examination. She was awarded first of merit as well as gold medal for best performance in extracurricular activities in the Academy of Administration. She was also the best all-rounder in her graduating class at IIT Kanpur. She was also the first rank holder in the combined entrance test for Punjab Competitive Engineering Colleges. She has held multiple roles in government of India and currently she is the Deputy Director General Ministry of Electronics and Information Technology. Welcome to our Woman to Woman podcast, Bhavna. Thank you so much for having me. Such a pleasure to have you here with us today. Um, very interesting TED talk by you. Mentions in your childhood hearing a lot of bullet shots. So let's start there. How was your childhood? So we were a family of four sisters raised in a middle class family uh, in the state of Punjab. So those days Punjab was affected by terrorist activities. So, so there was there was a lot of tension in the state. Indeed, very scary days. But thankfully, by God's grace, now those times are over. And um, but yes, there was a lot of. If I just talk about my personal self, being raised as four sisters, so there was a lot of uh, you know gender discrimination in the state. Even today, you see the sex ratio in Punjab is quite low. It's like uh, less than nine hundred girls against a thousand boys. so there was a lot of, like you know people used to think like raising up four daughters and uh, saying that you know it's it was like showing their sympathies towards my father so in that atmosphere somewhere you know you feel you may be bogged down but a person like me i felt more determined to do well in life and what amazing accomplishments you've achieved your sisters are they all like you yes we are all professionally well placed so as you know like i graduated from iit kanpur and then i joined the ias my younger sister she was the all india medical topper and uh, she did from uh, all india institute of medical sciences she did her mbbs and md and then further studies and now she is working in greater noida and my third sister she is presently a vice president in the mx she is based in new york and uh, my fourth sister she is doing her own business she is an entrepreneur and i have a younger brother as well and he's also in the us yes but he is quite younger to me 14 years younger to me ultimately your parents buckle you know under the societal pressure that you want a boy in the house <laughs> no but that's that's incredible all kids doing so great your mother was a homemaker so what yes. was the influence she had on you guys like of course four girls mothers would have a huge influence so what was that like uh see my mom was educated woman if we always felt that uh, why didn't she work you know she why wasn't she uh, working and earning working in that sense obviously at home you do work a lot but it was like you know uh, perhaps she also wanted to work she said when she studied she wanted to work and maybe she would have been the principal of some good college in india if she had joined at that time uh, but it was a decision just to be a homemaker and take care of the family one the societal norms that unless you need financial aid the woman need not go out and work so she inculcated in us the values that you should all be independent financially as well as you know they also also groomed us like homemakers like i could do all the cooking by the time i was in class 10 we were all quite independent outgoing they inculcated those values that you don't have to look up to anybody else for any kind of an assistance be on your own so that was a big influence 
and also when i saw people taunting my parents so that used to really hurt me bad nobody can hurt my family or i want to make myself stronger so why engineering typically in india especially in those days it's engineering or medicine right the two big streams for kids why did you choose engineering you know very interestingly you know i did not choose anything we were brought up in a very small town of kapurthala i was like the topper in class 10th in my school and most of the children who were good in studies they were going towards medical studies so i had chosen medical sciences in class 11 without any consciousness about career without any guidance nothing it was just like good students were going towards medicine and there was a good bio teacher in the neighboring college that was only college in the city which was offering class 11th and 12th so government college it was and very bad reputation at that time as far as you know girls and boys kind of discrimination was there in that college so still we joined there and uh, we and at the end of my younger sister is just one year younger to me so interestingly by the time i was passing my 11th grade she said that she wants to be a doctor and she was very clear she wants to be now on my part i did not have any clarity you know whether i want to be a doctor or an engineer or a dress designer because i used to do tailoring those days and my teacher was very impressed by my tailoring skills and she wanted me to be a dress designer and i did not have any clarity i just knew that i want to earn and i want to earn well and i want to get on my feet very fast so then i realized you know as engineer just after four years of degree i start earning so that was a motivation i requested my principal if you can change my stream to non medical we did not have a mathematics teacher that year in the college so they had not done anything the whole year in 11th standard so they said okay you can change because in any case there was no teacher in the college it was only like you know then my father insisted that we should move out of this small town and we moved to jalandhar city when i was in class 12 so uh, there i heard somebody talking about iit i just heard somebody i i didn't even know what is iit so i just asked one teacher you know what is iit so he this was like september in my class 12 you know when you may say that students have totally prepared themselves for everything and a person like me who had just done three or four chapters in physics three four chapters in chemistry from a government college the kind of education it was nothing done in mathematics in the final exams of 11th they put one chapter of quadratic equations for the final exams and we just prepared for that test and scored 100 out of 100 and we thought like we are the topper so this was the base but in september when i heard about this institution iit that that is the best engineering college is iit kanpur those days iit kanpur was ranked number 1 I just went home and told my father that you know I want to go to IIT. Okay? Now you find out what is to be done. So then we met a number of professors in the city. You know they said that there is no coaching of IIT here because we don't get that kind of students. Nobody prepares for IIT. Nobody has cleared IIT from our city for the last three four years. Once one boy had done long back. You know this kind of thing they were talking. So but this professors one professor son had once tried to appear for IIT. So he had a list of books. so he gave me those list of books he also told me about agarwal courses he told me about brilliant courses then we tried to approach the agarwal classes brilliant classes agarwal said you are too late you know by the time it was october november then brilliant they agreed for that one year course they said we'll send you together then you come for counseling then there was no counseling happening near us it was in lucknow i traveled from jalandhar to lucknow to attend their counseling classes to be enrolled in their course students were so well prepared but again you know just seeing everybody else being so smart it never deterred me and i realized that students were quite well prepared and quite ahead but instead of being you know under determined by them or you know undermined by them or leading my confidence down 
I was like more determined that yes, I'm going to do it. And then I did prepare for the exam and I scored 642nd rank. That's incredible. You didn't even do math in 11th grade. <laughs> so, you know, people don't believe this story, but this is this is how it was. <laughs> <laughs> you're incredible though you're such an all-rounder you even won the all-rounder award i got it at iot kanpur amongst in our batch and then i also got it in the is batch in our is batch in the lavasana lal bahadur shastri academy of administration so amongst our batchmates also i got that same award so you have this motivation to excel at everything you do right it is, it is yeah it is like you know because see we did not get lots of opportunities so every time i get an opportunity so i think you know just grab it so talking about ias so when did you decide to even write that exam and how was it to be like the youngest and the first female topper for the ias exam which is the most coveted and the hardest exam yes in fact it was in my final year when i decided to contest for the jimkhana elections in iit kanpur so at that time you know i just got this inspiration that if you really want to make a difference in the society why don't you join the civil services so at that time i took it up like you know then let me prepare for the ias because it wasn't easy to join politics you need to have a backing if you have to join the politics so the civil services looked more approachable and many students from iit already do prepare for it so in my final year i thought that i'll write this exam and uh, then yes it was another six months of uh, <laughs> rail you know and uh, in fact my prelims exam did coincided with the convocation date of our uh, finals and i was to get this all rounders award from dr abdul kalam and a lot of my friends also said that you haven't prepared anything so why are you insisting upon writing ias and not uh, losing this opportunity of receiving an award from such a great man but somehow i felt like you know it was also like i heard one uh, uh, one of the persons who had got a third rank last year so their result was just declared 3 years before the prelims exam now you see i had attended the rehearsal of the convocation at iit so it was on 31st may was our convocation 27th may i attend the rehearsal and after the rehearsal i meet this person and i tell him you know congratulations that you got into the ias and i tell him that i do aspire but i haven't done anything for the mains exam so ias has you know three stages one is prelims where about maybe 1 million students write and then they cut short to maybe some 20000 30 thousand students and then they write the mains exams in the november and then after that there's a further shortlisting and then there's an interview process in the month of uh, march april sometime so this is the process so i said i'll clear the prelims but i haven't done anything for the mains so he said see there are six months five months and each day has got 12 hours if you can put in that effort then you can do the mains so that was the turning point you know so that time i just packed off my bags and i left iit and i said i'll not tell anybody anything and i just left that's perseverance you have two daughters amazing by the way extremely talented i think they take after you so what are some of the values you in, in them you know so very interestingly my children never felt that there is any discrimination in the society they feel that they are as good as boys they never felt that this is a, at all an issue 
so this is something very interesting you know the things which inspired me or the things which you know burnt that fire within me they just take it for granted because that's interesting also you know that every child feels that there's an equal opportunity and there's nobody who taunts ki yaar she's a girl why are you giving her everything why are you you know making her study so much why are you sending her to sports why is she wearing shorts and going out so there's nothing like that so so it's so nice to see them you know just grooming like real childhood should have been so that is really nice but at the same time i feel that sometimes sometimes you know the, the adversities also make you strong so i'm not sure how strong my children are growing to face the adversities if you have a very smooth childhood so maybe <laughs> sometimes i feel that children don't grow that strong the way we were like but i guess society is also changing right the perceptions are also changing but not at every Did... level yeah i have worked in the districts and at so many places i have seen where the females are abandoned children are found abandoned girls are found newborn girls are found still we see dowry deaths still like you know in our society i have seen lots of things still i've seen domestic violence at very close quarters because you know in civil services you deal with the society in general so even sometimes even in very well off rich families you find all these issues happening so the mindsets don't change that easily changing the mindsets is a is a big challenge today also people think that you know even when i had my second daughter even then people had the guts to tell me you know are you going to try for the another child so people had the guts to tell me ask me that see a woman who is so independent who is so well off everything and then still you know you can ask me such a question because they just think that there's nothing wrong about us they think there's nothing wrong about following it so this is the societal mindsets don't change that is i've seen it very closely <laughs> but it's okay but so long as you know you are strong and determined then nobody the society doesn't you don't have to bother so much being being the first um woman right who topped clearly you went into an institute which i'm sure didn't have a lot of women at that point when you started training for your ias how was that experience how how did the men around you take you to be like better than them in every way in the sense of the word and training with you uh actually interestingly in our batch we were about 20% uh, females in the ias so and many of them very very good friends of mine but yes i was the youngest so many of them did some were envious and some were very good friends so everything happened all at the same time but more of it was like you know i was more of an all-rounder than an academic person so uh, so at that point yes everybody did feel like you know she was quite uh, lucky enough that she could study and she could top an exam and now we don't find her that studious so how can it be like she is into dancing she is into sports she is into running so how can it be like you know she could have sat and studied for so long <laughs> so that was something which always my friends used to ask me and they used to <laughs> they used to be surprised about <laughs> and when you started working did you have to face any typical perceptions at workplace because clearly they may not have thought that you are the officer in charge at that point <laughs> yes actually uh, see like i have to be careful about my dresses like i would preferably wear a sari like even today the women officers most of them wear a sari just to show that they are officers and they are not a like you know you may not treat them just like girls or just to look more graceful and mature you know when i was just 23 24 i joined the service and 
I used to address people as a beta or son or a daughter, even if sometimes they used to be elder to me. Then there were things like, uh, you know, sometimes like one instant, which I quoted in my TED talk, uh, it was like, you know, there was one e-teasing event in the district. I just was walking that day. I was in a suit and uh, salwar kameej and uh, it was just a security guard he just did one bad ogling and uh, comment and first time i was like are you pointing at me like i just looked around that is it's you like i'm calling you so i just noticed what vehicle he has and what is uh, where is he standing i went inside he was a security fellow of a senior cabinet minister and then i pointed it to the field that the minister that your gunman is not leaving the district then she asked, what's the matter? I said that uh, this is what has happened. And she called that man inside. My boss was sitting there. The district police head was sitting there. So that minister asked this fellow that, uh, did, do you know her? So he said, no. So he said, what did you tell her? He just was like, nothing. Then I just looked at him with anger, you know, with that official eyes. And he just went on all his fours and on his feet. I beg your pardon. I'm sorry. I didn't identify you. And uh, then when he got up, the minister slapped him and sent him out. And uh, then she said that she didn't say anything. But my boss said that, uh, why are you making it an issue? He must not have identified you. You just look like a girl. So, you know, at that point, I was quite angry with him. And I just to tell him that wasn't being, being a woman enough. So what do you mean that he didn't identify? Then the minister got it that, you know, this lady is not going to budge so easily. And then she said, okay, but just don't make it in the public news because that will give me adverse publicity and the opposition will take that chance. So I said, no, I'm not that interested. But then I got him behind bars and later on he was suspended from the services. Because I was like, you know, okay, he must have done it to many women and there may be many others who may be doing it. You are coming in the entourage of a senior minister and you have the guts to eve tease the women who are passing by. It means uh, there is no law and order. And you think, and even when my boss, as a senior bureaucrat, he thinks that uh, it's okay, it's all right. What happened? He didn't touch you. He just was ogling at you or he just passed a nasty comment. What is the big deal about it? So again, I said, no, it's a mindset. And sometimes people say that girls like it. You know, very often I get to hear this, that girls like to hear comments about them. They feel that if no comment is heard in a day, then they are not well-dressed. So this is the kind of perceptions which people tend to build up. As a society, what do you think we should be doing to minimize these kind of impact? And I know that's a much greater, larger question, but in your view, what are some of the small steps we can take? See, I feel there has to be like three strong steps, which I did in my districts, wherever, like I, as an IS officer, I work. One is, you know, changing mindsets, definitely. You know, just speak up in open. Question people in open. So just try to, you know, show them out. See, my parents and my in-laws, they live with me together. Both my parents, it is like their home for them. So eight months or nine months in a year, they live with me. My in-laws live with me, in fact, six to seven months in a year. So it is a home for them. And how many times do the boys only take care of their parents? You know, thinking that the boy will light our, do our last rites, or a boy is the one who will take forward the name of my family. I have not changed my family name. I was Bhavna Garg before marriage. I'm Bhavna Garg. I'm married to a Sharma, but uh, I did not change my family name. I just decided. My, none of my sisters have changed their family name. We all continue to retain our own names. 
so it is also about you know perceptions changing my anyone if you change your name say out of love and regard i don't think this is such a big thing but for me it was because the way i told you like in my childhood i was i almost grew up like a rebel you know that uh, i'll not follow the norms what the society sets for a woman so in fact when i had to be married my father in law wanted a big ceremony to be held i just refused i said nahi mujhe to i have to do a court marriage i don't want a big ceremony i don't want to spend my i don't want my parents to spend so much today i think uh, now if my 25th anniversary will come i will do celebrate myself <laughs> the second one important thing is you know women should be independent financially independent i really wish like you know the society would be much more harmonious if the woman was working women were staying at home and the men were working out that would have been a very very ideal situation which prevailed in our society for years along that time women used to be respected she was given full respect nothing would people sons would go out of the house only after touching their mom's feet she was like regarded as you know the karta dharta of the family but today somehow you know just being financially not independent we have lost that position so today woman has to be financially independent whether she works out or not but always keep yourself you know enable enough that tomorrow god forbid if you have to go out and work you should be able to work and third important thing is deterrence deterrence in the sense that those who violate you know those who go for female feticide or those who abandon the girl child if you catch hold of anybody or go those who go for dowry asking or domestic violence then don't spare them at least in my career if i have found anybody i would not spare i have put doctors behind bars you know for conducting tests i have done decoy patients i've done lots of things on this regard you know as a bureaucrat and being in, as a magistrate because these things really they demoralize girls i've seen girls you know they're all sehma sehma sa fair fearing you know that something may go wrong with us always in fear you know of something unknown I, you know let our children you know grow with, with the mind without fear if someone wants to be like you want to get into ias i think half the country wants to do that <laughs> what would you think would be a good first step for them uh i think you know first of all be a professional because the ias exam is very dicey it it's a one year long process the success rate is very low say 1 million children are writing at in our time there are only 50 seats at national level and out of which 50% were reserved so when i told my father that only there are 25 seats in the general category so he just told me there is only one for you and you know you just need one yeah there is only one for you and it worked in fact i had a dream the just a day before my result was to be declared and i i told my father in the morning when the result was to come that i dreamt that i came to you and i told you papa i got the second rank and i was crying and you laughed off <laughs> and it was like you know when my result came so he said see i laughed it off because i knew you're going to be first <laughs> <laughs> so so i feel you know because my confidence in preparing for this exam came because i knew that being an engineer being a professional i have a backup support yeah i can fall back on a profession and i would say that give it two attempts and don't keep on you know grilling for it if you are not an ias you can be something else and still serve the society it is not like this is this is the only way so but still if you do aspire do give your best in one attempt or maybe second attempt but don't don't persuade it later but first be a professional so that you are confident enough that in case something goes wrong you can fall back that is very very important did you have any role models along the way i'm quite impressed by dr abdul kalam i do read him and 
I have always admired him for his domination, the way he handled things when he was the president of India and as a scientist. So he did wonders. So I really admire him. So you, you're also a dancer, right? You dance and um, you also did karate growing up. Yes, that was the childhood hobby, you know, I did it in class 10th, 11th. Like I said, you know, we had a government college, there was not much of an education. So all my free time, I used to do karate, I used to do dress designing. So all my class 11th was in winning state championship. I was my Punjab state champion in my age group, age category, 35 to 45 ages. So yes, I had a lot of fun that year. You still dance. What else do you still do? Nothing much. In fact, I, I try to jog. I do, I do try to run, but I ran half marathon last year, but uh, right now I'm not keeping that fit because maybe because of lockdowns and, you know, uh, this frequent uh, stresses around because of this coronavirus. So that is keeping me more indoors. I like to do more outdoors rather than, you know, I, I don't have any gym machine or anything at home. So I prefer to be out in the gardens, out in the open. And luckily, Chandigarh is a good city. We have beautiful gardens, lakeside to go running, jogging. Oh, I enjoy all the pictures you post in our group. <laughs> like This is such a beautiful place and all the flowers, your garden, it, it really looks amazing. So if, if you had to go back and do something different in your life, what would that one thing be? Um, I feel like, you know, I also wanted to have some corporate experience, you know, sometimes I feel that maybe if I had worked in corporate for two, three years and then joined IS, just to have an exposure or maybe even today, if I get a chance, you know, then if I can work in a corporate sector for three years, five years, and then get back to the civil services. So that will, you know, that will enrich me with a better perspective. So sometimes, you know, as a bureaucrat, you decide upon so many policies which affect people outside, especially uh, those, the corporate world. And maybe I'm not that sensitized because I do not know that side of the story. So that is one aspiration which is still not fulfilled. I've, I've known you almost 25 years now from when we were both in IIT Kanpur. Yes. <laughs> and every time I learned something new about you, it's like layers and layers of excellence all hidden in. No, no, there's nothing like that. Yeah, I'm just an ordinary girl. <laughs> nothing much. No, but it's incredible. And anything you want, our kids, I have two daughters. You have two daughters. We are, we're all like very strong women trying to raise strong women. And I think we have done a decent job. Yeah. But what would you say to others who are also trying to imbibe these values into our girls to say, you know, be strong. You can do anything you want. And I think your story is a great example. Like you didn't even do math in 11th and you get like <laughs> under 700 score in IIT, right? That's that easy. So what would those values be that you would you recommend? Most important is, you know, that you should value your time. You know, the moment now is very, very important. If you know how to utilize it well, and then the intensity of work. See, if you are doing your yoga, do your yoga. If you are running, just run. If you are doing music, just do music. You know, then don't let your attention spray. Just focus on what you are doing well and plan your time properly. If you plan your time properly, then there's nothing which is not doable. That is one big success mantra. You know, I always share with all the students that do, just don't think, you know, Ki achha, we'll do it next year or, you know, we'll do it sometime. If you have six months time, have a broad based plan and then, you know, break it up and then daily based. But, you know, love each day like your real brother. And utilize each day as if this is my last day of life. 
just put in your full self then it works wonders no matter you know whatever you do you do cooking you do anything just try to do your best you know put be intense in what you are doing be totally involved in what you are doing. i think that really works and that really gives you that uh, fun in life half hearted don't do half hearted work you know i i don't like that <laughs> i don't like that from anybody and i don't like it for myself honestly so there is a saying in hindi right okli mein sar dal diya to musal se kya dar like once you are in go all in don't try to no great great advice but thank you so much bhavna for your time it was great chatting with you and we really appreciate your time thank you so much